You and your friends walk into the deepest catacomb of the crypt. The summons you'd received were cryptic and specific somehow. It's said to descend to the lowest portion of the crypt in order to receive a special mission. You've passed ancient bones and less ancient bones, and now you find yourself in a large room completely made out of stone. Bluish light seems to emanate from the corners of the room, but you see no movement. Suddenly mist fills the floor of the room, bubbling up as if from some great beast's maw. In the corner you see an object rise off a shelf. It floats towards you. As it enters the light, you see a single floating skull with jewels for eyes and teeth. A demi-lich. You and your companions draw your weapons when you hear a voice. Wait. The voice is small and childlike. It emanates from the skull. I called you here. I am Isaac. I, I don't know how, but I've somehow been trapped as a demi-lich. I've been here for so long and have only recently heard of your exploits. I know I look like a demi-lich, but I'm really just a child. This form has imbued me with its knowledge, but I just want to go home. Please, there's an artifact that has great power. I can show you how to get it, but just retrieve it and bring it back to me to return me to life as a small boy. I'll give you whatever I have. Please just, just help me. You stare in utter disbelief and look at your companions, all of them equally bewildered. You open your mouth to speak. What do you do? Welcome back to the 13th episode of How to Be a Better DM. I'm here to help you create better stories for you and your players as you dungeon master games of Dungeons and Dragons 5e. Again, thanks for listening to today's show. And you know what? Let's just jump right in. Here are five, sorry, six signs of a bad dungeon master. Obviously, right off the bat, you should know that the purpose of this episode is to help you not be a, a bad dungeon master. So don't do these things, right? With that, let's jump in. Uh, number one is forcing storylines. It's one thing to create obvious plot paths. It's another thing to make players turn their characters around to go the way you want them to go when they were presented a clear choice and they chose the other way. D&D is all about role-playing and immersing yourself in a story. And if you feel your character can't choose anything that they actually want to do, they won't have as much fun. So relax. Your players are going to choose something that you didn't want them to choose. That's okay. In fact, in my campaign, uh, which is Princes of the Apocalypse, written by Wizards of the Coast, our group was supposed to go into this riverside keep at one point, and instead the group goes in for a second and then leaves, rather than kind of taking down the whole dungeon. They just left, and they haven't returned. And you know what? Big deal. Uh, the story's been fun so far, and it doesn't matter, so who cares? Number two is bad DMs are afraid of looking dumb. As a DM, you will make mistakes. In fact, one of your players will probably call you out on that mistake, and a bad DM will puff up their chest and stick out their chin and flare their nostrils and and claim that the player is wrong in that King Kong DM rule world, and everyone bow down. That's not the way to play. That's really lame. Your players will think you're ridiculous, just like you were thinking I was ridiculous just right now, and no one will have fun. Instead, just laugh at yourself, or just say, you know what, you're right, and chuckle, and then say anyways, and move on. That's all you gotta do. Number three, 
you might have favorite players. This one's actually kind of tough for me because I DM a group that includes my wife. And actually, it's not so much that I favor her. I think sometimes I might have the opposite problem in that I might be a little bit too hard on her and maybe her character. Don't, don't be like that. Don't be like me. You know, be generous with your attention to each player and each character and, and give them your full presence. When, when they're saying something, act like they're the only person in the room. And then the next person says something and give your full attention to them. You know, if you haven't realized, or if you if you realize that you haven't worked on the arc of one particular player, make sure you put that in the next session. And look critically at who gets the most loot and who doesn't. Try to make it more even. Don't just single one player out, you know, make sure the whole group is playing. As a listener of this show, you obviously love story. Now that you've had a chance to craft your own story by listening to this show, wouldn't it be nice to get some inspiration? Or maybe you just want a moment of immersion and escape and entertainment. Whatever it is, come join us on our new show, Pact and Boom. It's an actual play D&D podcast in the world of Calignos, where our characters Jolly, Wolfgang, and Alan will find and meet each other in hell. And from there, start a troublemaking journey with some near-death experiences that will hopefully lead them to a happy ending. Find it wherever great podcasts are heard or just go to sessionzerostudios.com slash pact and boom. That's P-A-C-T-N-B-O-O-N. Start listening today. Number four is no substance. A bad DM will spend thousands of dollars on the coolest minis, have the perfect gaming table, all sorts of props, billions of dice, but won't spend any time on the story. I would take a great storyteller with no cool widget or prop or mini over one who's bought everything but can't tell a story to save their life. Focus on your storytelling abilities, improvisation skills, and campaign preparation. Everything else will come in time. You can accumulate those. But if you spend no time developing your skills, no one will want to play with you. Number five is no patience for the players. A bad DM will have zero patience for their players. They won't explain the rules or they'll do it in a rushed fashion and they won't really put their heart into it. A bad DM might even shame certain players for doing things in unconventional ways. For example, one of my players recently... Uh, they were going up against a magical music box that kind of had a curse. And one of my players thought, you know what, what if I eat this music box? Maybe I could gain some of its powers. So I let him attempt. Obviously, there were certain uh, skill checks involved. He didn't succeed. But I didn't just say, hey, that's a dumb idea and, and make him not do it. I was like, okay, well, this is kind of funny, so we'll see what happens, you know? You are the shepherd of your players. You need to guide them lovingly through the story that you've created. Because your players are just as much a part of your world as you are. And remember, if you don't have players, you don't have a game. So be patient. Enjoy the nascent tendencies of a novice murder hobo group that's just learning how to play. You know, be with them and enjoy those learning moments. Number six, bad DMs stop having fun. A bad DM will let their preparation get in the way of having fun at the table. If being a DM becomes too much of a headache for you, you need to switch things up, try things in a new way. Maybe spend a little less time on the preparation or listen to more episodes of uh, this show. 
shameless plug. Uh, this will help you get inspiration, honestly, on how to make things easier for yourself and simplify your processes. Also, you can find all sorts of cool things online, like on Instagram, that will make your process easier or give you that just little bit of inspiration that you really need. Thanks again for listening to our show. If you like our content and would like to engage with more of it, head over to our Instagram account, at HowToBeABetterDM, and give us a follow. Make sure to watch some of our Dungeon Master Rules videos while you're there to give yourself some more structure and procedure as a Dungeon Master. Also, don't forget to reach out with a DM, and we can talk shop, and I can get to know you a little bit better. Thanks again for listening. Needed. Maybe DMing isn't for you, though. And maybe you should just really play the game while someone else is the dungeon master. That's okay, too. Just make sure that everyone is having fun. And if you ever think that you don't deserve to have fun while playing the game, you're wrong. And you need to rethink your life. So just make sure you're having fun at the table. So, in summation, and these aren't all the, the ways someone can be a bad DM, but these are at least six. So number one is forcing storylines. Number two is being afraid of looking dumb. And number three is favoring certain players. Number four is having no substance. Number five is having no patience for your players. Number six is stopping having fun or having no fun. That's it for today. Uh, but first, before we end, a quick question. What is your biggest struggle in being a DM? Honestly, I need to know. Seriously. So send me a private message on Instagram uh, that goes to at Geronimo Levis. And, and tell me what you need, and I will get that prepped and put up on a social, or put up as a podcast episode. So hopefully that helps you. But anyways, until then, guys, we'll come back next week. Sorry that today's episode was a little late, but better late than never. Until then, let's roll.